This is a Kindling Kids podcast. We're the fact detectives, and we love investigating cool facts about cool stuff. And to help us, we chat to some very smart grown-ups who know all the cool facts about everything. Today, we're going to find out about green things. Ew, Annika. Not those green things, Dexter. Hi, fact detectives. Hi, Mel. It sounds to me like you want to find out about plants. Is that right? Yes. Mel helps people learn about plants at the Australian Botanical Garden in Mount Annan, New South Wales. Tell us what you know, Mel. I'll try. Okay, what's your first question? Fact one. What is a plant? Plants are living things that live almost everywhere on Earth. There are over 350,000 kinds of plants around the world. They include everything from grasses and trees to flowers, ferns, bushes, mosses, and of course, the plants that grow our fruit and vegetables, like broccoli. That's cool. I love broccoli, but most kids hate it. Plants can be split into two main groups, flowering and non-flowering. In fact, nine out of 10 plants you see are flowering plants. They include sunflowers, daisies, tomatoes, peas, grasses, and trees. Non-flowering plants might not be as common, but they're just as important. They include mosses, ferns, and conifers. What's a conifer? The word conifer literally means cone bearer. So that means fir, spruce, and pine trees the kinds of trees we like to use as Christmas trees. Cool! My mum grows plants and she's always pulling out weeds. How is a weed different to a plant? A weed is a plant, but it's a plant that grows in the wrong place. Like a random plant that grows in between crops that farmers need to control. Or it could be a plant that grows where it didn't previously exist like in a different country or geographical location. The problem with weeds is that they can take over from the plants that should be living there and disrupt the balance of the ecosystem. Like thistles? Or lantana? Exactly. Lantana is originally from the Americas, thistles are originally from Scotland, and blackberry is from Europe. These plants grow like crazy in Australia and take over the native plants. The weeds use up all the available nutrients, water and space that the native plants need to survive, so they eventually die off. Weeds are spread when their seeds are moved to different places, so remember it's always important to clean the bottom of your shoes before and after a bushwalk so you don't spread weeds around. Okay, Mel! Fact two! What is a seed? How is it created? We can think of seeds like plant babies. So how does a seed baby get born? That's a good question. When a seed is in the soil, it waits for just the right conditions to break open and start growing. It needs water from the rain and warmth from the sun to grow roots down into the soil, which help to keep it steady. The roots then suck up important nutrients, water and oxygen. Oh, cool! At the same time, the stem starts growing up out of the soil and grows leaves. 
The leaves are the part of the plant that makes its food. The leaves use sunlight, water from the stem, and carbon dioxide from the air to make special sugars for the plant to eat. This is a process called photosynthesis. And then, when the plant grows, it may form flowers or fruits, and within those are more seeds. How big are seeds? Seeds come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Have you eaten a peach before? Yes! Once you've eaten all the juicy flesh and you get to the middle, that big rough thing inside is the seed. An apple is a little different. Instead of one big seed, when you get to the center of an apple, the core, you'll see it contains a few small smooth seeds instead. The tiniest seeds in the world come from orchids and they're so small, they're like particles of dust. Far out! The largest and heaviest seed in the world is the coca de mer, found in the Seychelles, an island nation off the coast of Africa. The coca de mer seed can grow up to 30 centimetres and is sometimes called the double coconut because it looks a bit like two coconuts joined together. If you look up a picture of it, you'll see why some people also call it the bum seed. <laughs> Fact three! How do seeds choose a place to grow? Seeds need to find their own place to live away from their parents so that they don't have to compete with them for sunlight, space and food. But as you know, plants don't have legs. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's true! So, they've come up with lots of clever ways to move their seeds around. Some plants rely on gravity and their seeds simply drop off the plant. Think of how a coconut falls off a palm tree and rolls away. Sometimes they roll far enough away to get to water and then float away in the ocean until they end up washing up on a distant shore. So they move overseas? Yeah. Very small, light seeds, however, move quite differently. Because they're so light, they can be carried away by the wind. Have you ever blown on a dandelion and made a wish? Yes, I have. The seeds just blow away, floating around on the wind before landing somewhere else. Another way seeds move is with the help of animals and humans. <coughs> seeds can be sticky or spiky, and so they get caught up on an animal's fur or even on our socks or pants, and that's how they hitch a ride to new places. So that's why it's really important to check your dog's fur or your own pants and shoes when you get home from a bushwalk. Okay! Other seeds get eaten by animals and birds and come out later, far away from the parent plant, in the animal's poop. Ew! And in Australia, we have some special plants called banksias. They're unique because they need bushfires to help their seed pods pop open. Wow! But do you want to know my favourite way a seed can travel? Yes! By exploding! Awesome! These seeds are inside pods, like pea pods. When the seeds are ready, the pod dries, and as it dries, it shrivels up into a twisted shape. The pods then burst open, throwing seeds out in all directions. The record holder for the greatest seed-exploding plant is an African rainforest tree, Tetrabilinia moraliana, which can throw its seed up to 60 metres. That's almost the length of five buses. 
That's a long way. Fact four. Why are plants important? There are so many answers to this question, but basically, without plants, we humans couldn't survive. Whoa! Not only do plants supply us with clean air to breathe, but we also use plants in all aspects of our daily lives, including food, clothing, shelter, and medicine. Plants also do something else really important. They help improve our mood. Scientists have shown that being out in nature makes us happier, healthier, and can even help us sleep better. Wow, cool! So it's important we look after them, right? Yes! Well, remember I said that there are over 350,000 plant species around the world? Yeah! Well, unfortunately, up to 40% of those plants are facing extinction, which means they may not be around for much longer. But don't worry, out at the Australian Botanic Garden, where I work, is a special place called the Australian Plant Bank. A bank for plants? Yeah. But instead of keeping money, we keep seeds. We even have a special room called the Seed Vault. The people at the Plant Bank collect and store seeds of our unique Australian plants. And they're really good at it because there are now over 100 million seeds in our storage rooms. Wow, cool! The reason we do this is to protect the future of plants and the future of humans. Imagine if we had a big natural disaster like a fire or a flood and it wiped out all of a particular species of plant. Well, because we've got seeds stored away, we could germinate those seeds, grow them in our nursery and then translocate or replant them out in the wild where they used to be. It's like an insurance policy so that we can hopefully replace something if it's lost. And that's why we're aiming to collect seeds from as many plants as we can, especially those that are already threatened. Wow! Fact five! Can plants grow in space? Yes, but can I tell you a little story first? Sure! The Australian Botanic Garden at Mount Annan, where I work, has sent seeds up to space. Why? Researchers wanted to find out how space travel and a lack of gravity would affect the seeds. The seeds stayed on the International Space Station for six months before being brought back to Earth. We then planted the seeds to see if they would grow. And guess what? They did! This experiment shows us that space travel and being in zero gravity doesn't affect the seed's ability to germinate or start growing. However, when plants are being grown in space, there were problems due to limited or no access to light and water. Because we know plants need sunlight to make their food, astronauts have gotten around this issue by using LED lamps to shine light on them. But how do you water a plant when there's no gravity? Scientists have outsmarted space yet again. They sit the plants in a little pillow and then the astronauts just need to add water to the pillow using a syringe. That's smart, eh? And thanks to that, so far over 40 different plant species have now been grown in space. Wow! Travis at home! Go outside and choose your favourite tree. It could be in your backyard, school or local park. Use all your senses to get to know your tree. Close your eyes and place your hands on the bark 
Is it rough or smooth? Keep your eyes closed and listen for different sounds that are happening near your tree. What kinds of birds and insects can you hear? Now look closely at the tree, at its trunk, branches, leaves. Are there any animals that live there? Crouch down and look around the base of your tree. Can you find a fallen leaf? When you crush it up, does it crumble into little pieces? And does it give off a scent or a smell? Now walk backwards until you can see the top of your tree. How tall do you think it is? How old might it be? Sit down under your tree and have a think of all the stories I might have to tell you about all the things it's seen since it's been living and growing in that very spot. If you'd like, you can tell your tree a secret. Oh, that sounds like fun. I know which one I'm going to pick. Me too. Before we finish up, I have another fun activity for all you fact detectives. Pick one room in your house and look around at everything in that room. Write down all of the things that have been made with plants, like books, floorboards, a basket. Here's a secret tip. The kitchen is a good room to start off with because there's lots of things made from plants in there. If you're up for a challenge, try another room in the house. Once you start looking, you'll realize how many things around us are made from plants. Cool, I'm gonna do that. Me too. Let's start. Race to the kitchen, Annika. Wait for me. Thanks, Mel. Anytime, Fact Detectives. This has been another super fun episode of the Fact Detectives with me, Dexter. And me, Annika. Big thanks to Mel Slarp, who works at the Australian Botanical Garden in Mount Annan in southwestern Sydney and teaches people all about plants and nature. And big thanks to our Fact Detective friends, George and Maggie, Asta and Levi who asked us to investigate plants. Yeah, that was so much fun. If you love finding out the facts as much as we do, then check out a brand new Fact Detective episode every fortnight. To listen, download the Kindling app and subscribe to Kindling Premium. And if you have a big topic you would like us to investigate, then get in touch at factdetectives at kindling.com.au.